if I, as an actress, was in a position where I was still just asking, please pick me, hire me, call me, I would be miserable. But to put myself in a position where, you know what, I'm gonna create content, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna direct, that has been so empowering because now you really don't have an excuse to not make and do stuff. Welcome to the Lend Me Your Lens podcast, a place to kick back and enjoy conversations for the culture. I'm your host, Corey Emanuel. Jania Frederick. Hey, Corey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wife, mother, actress, writer, director. Dang. Queen. Oh, oh it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> Welcome to Lend Me Your Lens. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad you're here. So I really, I really want to start from the very beginning. You grew up in Gary, Indiana. I did. And did you have any clue? any any idea that you would pursue this path of entertainment absolutely i knew when i was like seven okay. um that i wanted to write and i wanted to act um i love i love 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 the business i love creating so yeah i i always knew and i had parents that were super supportive okay. they were hippies they were yeah. like yeah whatever you want to do right yeah so. now how did they nurture that gift that they saw in you what were some things that you were sort of doing along the way to kind of prune you for where you are now i actually started public speaking when i was seven okay. and i loved it i loved the audience i loved the applause <laughs> um, so I, I was public speaking all throughout the city at different churches and I would perform Maya Angelou, uh, Nikki Giovanni, different, different uplifting poems and speeches yeah. and I knew then that I wanted to do it and I loved it. Now you have been able to sort of navigate this space for quite some time. Now you started out doing commercials. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So was sort of was there sort of this plan in the back of your head, like I'm going to start here and then I'll be able to work my way here and then I'll be able to do this. Or did you just was it kind of happenstance and just happened organically for you? I, I came out here. I studied theater in Chicago. I came here to act. Mm -hmm. That was that was the plan. And I fell into I fell into modeling. I fell into commercials to pretty much pay the bills. But the goal was once I came out here, I worked. I had you know several little jobs in Chicago. But the plan was when I come out here, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to be able to work as a creative and support myself as a creative. So that's what I did, and I and the universe kind of lined up to to that request. Right. Now, one of the best pieces of, of advice I ever got um, when I was living in New York in grad school, you know, going through the whole intern kind of circuit and trying to get my feet wet in different things, um, came from Soledad O'Brien, who mm. at the time was um, doing Black in America on CNN. Love and her. I asked her, I was like, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give someone who's young and trying to figure out where they fit in this industry? And she said, Corey, learn how to do several things well. Mm. Don't pigeonhole yourself in just one thing. And I feel like that's something you've been able to do really well. So talk to me a little bit about how you sort of transcended from just being an actress to being 
a multi-hyphenate. Thanks. Okay, so what I realize now is that the writing, while I didn't focus on it when I was in school, I didn't focus on it when I first came out here, it was always going to be the thing. It was always, it was always calling me, right? Um, I, and I always, content creator, I, that's something that I've always wanted to do. I, before YouTube, really, I, I created a show, uh, a pilot, uh, we shot it in Paris. It was about a travel show because at the time, the Travel Channel, I would go there because I love to travel. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's nothing for me. Mm -hmm. Like, where's the 18 to 35? It's all 40 and up, it's all boring, it's all white. Right. So I'm, I'm gonna create, you know, I'm gonna create a travel show. So I went to Paris, we shot this amazing travel, travel um, show. It was all off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. No, like, we didn't even see the Eiffel Tower, right? right which is actually what I did the first time I went to Paris. I went and I didn't even see the Eiffel Tower. I was like, what are the locals doing? So I teamed up with Andrew Salt Productions um, and they had done work with Travel Channel Discovery. They loved it, loved it, loved it. We created it, we had a development deal and Travel Channel eventually passed on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because they said, oh, we're afraid of the demographic. Now they ended up doing the show. Of course. Just without. Of course. Just without. Mm -hmm. Me, mm -hmm. yeah. my demographic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they okay. ended up trying to do something younger. So I always wanted to create content, right? So then it segued into, I have a show on Amazon Prime right now called Beyond the Talent. Um, so we did, th we did that and there's a couple of teasers that we put on YouTube and um, one of the, the interview I did with Kevin Hart went viral. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to have this, the show that's on Amazon Prime, which is great. I helped produce it, write it. I directed a couple of episodes and I do that with my husband. Mm -hmm. And then it was, I wanna do some movies. Okay. I wanted to get into film because I didn't feel like the roles I was being offered, they weren't satisfying me. They weren't giving me what I felt like I wanted to see. So I wrote Sacred Heart. Mm -hmm. um, we shot it in Paris. Mm -hmm. I, I love for Paris. I think Maybe I like Paris. Bit. I think I'm a Francophile yeah. a little bit. Anyway, yeah. we shot it in Paris. Well, you know what? It didn't have to be in Paris, but I wanted, it's my calling card. I wanted to prove that I could make one, a film, two, a beautiful film, mm -hmm. um, and three, something different. Something yeah. that you, you know, I, I, I just, I'm always looking for something that's just a little bit different. So mm -hmm. uh, we shot the film in Paris. It ended up winning a bunch of awards. Yeah. We did the whole film festival circuit. Right. And uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really proud of it. We, Jesse Smollett from Empire, yeah. a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, he ended up coming on as an executive producer. Okay. And last year, either last year or the year before, we were able to, uh, we teamed up with Essence mm -hmm. and they, they uh, blasted it to all of their subscribers mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day. Wow. I wow. know, I was so happy because, you know, usually it's a short and yeah. usually shorts don't, the legs that this short Take has off. had is, is yeah, it's yeah. been, it's been a, a beautiful blessing and, okay. and uh, exceeded my expectations even. Right. right, now, and I've seen the film, it's a beautiful film. Thank you. But you hit on a couple of uh, different things that I think are really interesting. So you talked about working with your husband. Yes. Right. And in Sacred Heart, you guys co-star in yes. this. So 
was that was that sort of a premeditated creative development plan like we're gonna do our own film we're both gonna star in it or did it kind of just happen that way slowly but surely it happened that way okay um the 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 first idea he was he wasn't an actor or isn't even interested in acting but i'd been running lines with him for years right. because like you know help with you this do. audition right. like you know yeah. and i knew he he could act mm -hmm. so i rem i remember just kind of um before i create or before i start to write you know you just don't sit down and stuff you know mm -hmm. it's a it's a lot of meditations it's a lot of opening myself up to you know, creativity or, you know, what, I, you know, I, I want to download something right. good. Right. So I've just been in that space and I've just been kind of pacing and trying to figure it out. Days go by and then this story comes to me mm -hmm. and I like the story mm -hmm. and I see the story from beginning to end. And so I call Soul and I say, okay, because he's a producer mm -hmm. and I'm always giving him, you know, like, what about this? What about this? He's like, too expensive. No, mm -hmm. we can't do it. Mm -hmm. uh. mm -hmm. So I said, I have this idea. You can't say no, right. but you have to be in it. And so I wrote it. He liked it. We were going to get some B-roll footage in Chicago because the therapist's office is in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And we were, um, we was going to visit Jesse as well on set because he's on Empire, oh my God. So I said to him, I was like, okay, Justy, because he'd been saying to me, write, you need to write, you need to write, I love what you, you know, some of the things you say, like, write more, blah, blah, blah. So I said, so I wrote this thing, I was like, just sit down and read it. So he said, he read it, he was like, Jania, I want to be involved in this. What do we have to do? And at the time, it was like, he was just, he was the, before the first season had started airing, so we didn't know how big his thing was going to be and how much he added to our project mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. having mm -hmm. a name helps right. it's hollywood right, right. Yeah. and and after we i remember we were looking for um a big name for our uh our, our therapist mm -hmm. and we couldn't find one and after his show and everything hit i was like oh my god jesse you were the name we were looking for so right. yay yeah Thank you. So having his name attached was just such a plus and a blessing. Right. Now, what would you say were opportunities and challenges around shooting a film, foreign film, you know, overseas in Paris? Because um, I know that we have viewers who would love to do that. You know, they have their their cities and their countries that they they love and you know have an affinity for. So. Kind of talk to us a little bit about when you decide you're going to shoot a, a project outside of the <laughs> United States. <laughs> well, okay, it's like you said, you have to wear a lot of hats. Right. And Sacred Heart is kind of like, I consider it, it's like my Prince album. Yeah. I wrote it, mm -hmm. I directed it, I did all the costume design, I did all the production design, wow. I did all the hair and makeup. Uh, well, no. Last the, the for the therapist's office, I did have makeup help, but for the all the scenes, we had to continuity. We shot every interior in America here in Chicago. No, we had an exterior in Chicago, and we shot all of the exteriors in Paris. Mm. So we had to fake in, in, interiors here. So the continuity was terrifying mm. because you could not forget a thing. I had to learn how to. I really had to learn how to do my own makeup. Right. And I had to, I, so I did the same makeup on myself every day for a month so I could match it when I'm, when I'm inside that bar wow. in Sherman Oaks. Right. <laughs> 
And I come out that bar in Paris, it had to match. match. So I was doing my hair the same way. And so you have to, you have to be multi-talented. If I, we wouldn't have done the film if we had to hire a hair and makeup girl to go with right. us. Right. Um, if we had to hire a costume designer, right. um, none of these things would have been able to, to happen because right. we were we were spending our own money. Right. My husband started in sound. He's two-time Emmy nominated. Okay. He's a producer. So having that skill set, he's amazing at put, putting together crews and and he just he he's just a boss. Yeah. He's yeah. good. So is it safe to say that you are where you are in terms of your career because of your partnership with your husband? It definitely plays a huge, yeah. huge part yeah. in my success. Yeah. And I I believe a lot of successful people have that partner. Yeah. Because I'm I'm really a creative and that's it. Yeah. If I had to make the calls that he makes, if I had to produce and put things together. No. Now, I know when, when people look at you oftentimes, they say, wow, like she just, you know, home run after home run, you know, all these successes and, and surrounding yourself around people who, you know, like-minded creatives. But has there, has there been any setbacks? Has there been something that has sort of shook your world and make you question, is this really what I want to do? Is this really where I want to be? Well, God, yes. Yeah. Um... God, just recently I did a pilot for ABC with Whoopi Goldberg and it was amazing. And they were like, it's definitely getting picked up. You know, it's gonna go for sure. Like, oh my God, you're excited. And it didn't happen. But forget about the pilots I shot. Let's talk about the no's. Let's talk about the agencies that aren't interested. Let's talk about, um, you're not 20 anymore. Let's, you know, there's so many things that are setbacks, but it's it's ultimately the story that we we tell ourselves, yeah. and how we and how we want to grow and evolve. If I, as an actress, was in a position where I was still just asking, please pick me, hire mm -hmm. me, call me, I would be miserable. Yeah. But to put myself in a position where you know what, I'm going to create content. I'm going to I'm going to write. I'm going to direct. That has been so empowering yeah. because now you really don't have an excuse to not make and do stuff, right? <laughs> right? Like, right. what are you doing in the downtime? Right. What are you creating? Like, this is amazing. This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. You're creating. Yeah. Now you spoke a few minutes ago too about you know sort of your practices for not just when there's the lull and you know not getting the callbacks but just what keeps you rising day after day so what what does a day of getting jania started and and at her best look like what is it there? okay so, <laughs> <laughs> um i'm very i'm i'm not religious but i'm very spiritual mm -hmm. and i be, i believe and i connect with the higher power and I, I i believe in meditation i believe in um the power of the pen writing down your dreams and intentions i believe in um trying to stay positive when you're going through the void yeah. because when you're dream chasing when you're creating there is a void yeah. <laughs> you know from idea to 
material, right, to, to holding it for it to be tangible, right. it can be rough because you can, I tend to, and I think probably a lot of people, I tend to look at the final product or look at where I want to go as opposed to being present, like mm -hmm. one step at a time, mm -hmm. like probably when you came up with this idea, mm -hmm. you didn't go, you didn't go to set the next day. Right. Right. <laughs> of course not. No. But we, we, as fast as we want it, that to trust the process yeah. is something that I'm um, constantly reminding myself mm -hmm. to trust the process, mm -hmm. to be present. Yeah. Like, while I've, it's hard to feel successful when you're constantly looking at the end game, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, but I want this and I wanna do this and I wanna have this much. It's hard to, to, to look at how great it is right now. Now you did something that I think is beautiful. You co-directed a film called 90 Days. Yes. That really touched on sort of a taboo topic. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about 90 Days and how that story came to be. 90 Days is a film that uh, tackles the uh, HIV and AIDS uh, epidemic as it is right now. It's about a woman who, um, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a couple, they meet, they fall in love, and they decide to wait 90 days to consummate it. At the end of 90 days, he wants to propose. And at the end of 90 days, she wants to disclose that she is HIV positive. And, and that, that's what I really wanted us to talk about because I know myself, like I have either met people or you, you know of people who have lived that experience, but we don't see that narrative played out. Um, exactly. Particularly amongst people of color. Exactly. So, you know, was it, was it hard to get people on board to tell that story? Because I think, I think our not viewers really. want to know, like, I, I've got an idea and I kind of want to tackle something that may not be, you know, really accepted by mass audiences. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about getting that project off the ground. Well, the first thing I always tell people, follow your passion. Don't think about the audience because there's going to be someone that's interested in whatever it is that you're passionate about. The subject matter, I had, I was on a TV show, Noah's Ark, and we had worked for years with Black AIDS Institute. Um, they were a big sponsor for the show. And I was able to do a lot of volunteer work and, and be an ambassador for Black AIDS Institute. So it was already in my wheelhouse to, to want to be and, and to, do, to do work for um, people of color, especially affected with HIV. What was... What, what happened along the way, as we were creating this film that I was so excited about and passionate about the subject matter, I became obsessed with impressing my peers. Mm. And I found a lot of, you know, became about, oh my God, I, I want this to go to festivals and I want this to win. And, and when we met, we, we, we ended up getting this amazing sponsor, AHF came on board. And I remember we were sitting with Chris Johnson and he was just gushing about what this project meant. Mm -hmm. And it brought me back. Mm -hmm. It completely brought me back to why I wanted to do this project in the first place. And it was because I was like, oh my God, you know, this subject, we need to talk about this more because where, where we started with AIDS and HIV and where we are now is completely different, yeah. right? Yeah. Because we started with 
living with HIV, right? right? Well, we didn't start with that, but we, right. it, we got to a place where we could now live mm -hmm. with HIV, right? Mm -hmm. But then the question becomes now that you can live with it, how do you love with it? Right. What does your life look like with Right, yeah. how do you love with, right. with HIV? And right. I was like, wow. This is something that we need we, we need to talk about. And Nathan, the the uh, his inspiration came from a friend who felt like he wouldn't he would never be able to find love mm -hmm. because he had HIV, mm -hmm. and he ended up committing suicide, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. So the story I, I wanted to tell this story because how do you love with it, and yeah. how do you navigate, and and let's start the conversation and let's end the stigma, right. you know, because it's. The numbers right now in, in, in Atlanta are, um, they mirror those of uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, unfortunately. And black women are among the highest, highest cases now. Mm. So it was, it was important. Yeah. So now you've talked about your career, um, your husband's soul's career, but this is sort of a family business. Um, <laughs> your, your son is also an actor and plays young Jamal on Empire. So you gotta tell me first how that happened, but also talk to some of the, the parents out there who think that their child has that little spark, how they may go about getting their, their child involved in acting. His story is a little bit different, okay. He goes to this school where they focus on performing arts so he gets to do plays. Mm -hmm. Love the plays, loves the applause. Sound like, sound familiar? Okay. <laughs> so he says to us, and I remember this is a Sunday. We're all going, we're all in the car. And my stepdaughter's in the car too. And she says, who's also in the business, I have to tell you about her, crazy. She says, you guys, um, is it normal to not know what you want to do at age you know, she, I think she was 11 or 10, 11 at the time. And we're like, yeah, of course, it's completely normal. You know, you'll, you'll want to find and you'll want to do so many other things, whatever. So my son says, not me. I know exactly what I want to do with my life. I want to be an actor. Wow. And we were like, okay. Yeah. And my plan was, I recognized that spirit in him, but I was like, well, you could do it when you're 17. You're not, yeah, I'm not interested not in you that doing that. that. No, <laughs> you're not doing that. You're like, go play. Right. So... After he says that, whatever, we're at a friend's house, Jussie calls me on the phone and he says, Jania, I'm sitting here with Lee Daniels. I show him a picture of Janice. He wants him to read for this role. We're having a hard time finding young Jamal. And I was like, what? Mm. So I say to Janice, I said, okay, Janice, this is crazy, but Jussie just called me. Would you be interested in doing this Thing. And he was like, oh my God, yes, of course, yeah. I would love to. Right. So we were like, okay. We put him on tape the next morning before he goes to school. He's seven at the time. He smoked it. He was so wow. good. Now I think he's, he's showing more interest to get back into it. Right. And I'm kind of like, well, okay, yeah. you know, a little, little something here and there. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I would want a long-term, you know, TV show for him, but little things here and there. I'm, I'm, I'm down for. Yeah. So like with every guest we have on Lend, Lend Me Your Lens, we go to social media mm. to see, okay, mm -hmm. what, what is this guest's message that they put out to the universe? And so for you, we came across a little hashtag called God Bless the Freaks. <laughs> 
And I was listening to uh, an interview a few days ago with a young lady I believe you know and our viewers know, Miss Cree Summer. Love her. Who said, God bless the freaks and they shall inherit the earth. Hmm. So my question for you is, what does God bless the freaks mean for you? God bless the freaks. I use that hashtag a lot because it's it's really it's about the outliers. It's the it's the ones that um, that are a little bit different, and where I feel like every day we're finding our tribe. Whether you know them personally or is someone that you connect with, it's the people that 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 want to challenge the status quo. They want to, they, they came to shake shit up a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. You know, the yeah. freaks, the, the weird ones. Because I feel like a lot of my friends, I have so many amazing friends. And I feel like in our schools or environments or our hometowns, we were the ones that kind of, you know, the nerds or yeah. the ones that kind of didn't feel like they, they mm -hmm. quite fit. Mm -hmm. And I never felt like I quite fit mm -hmm. until I found my tribe, yeah. you know? So yeah. it was, it was, it's, that's, that's what God bless the freaks means okay. for me. Okay. So now what is next for Miss Jania Frederick? What are you working on? What can we expect here in the future? Um, well, Netflix offered me a, um, a half a million to do a stand up, uh, stand up okay. comedy. Okay. You um, should do so, that. You should do that. You I'm, got the chops for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You might have some, up, a few people mad at you, but uh, you, you should do I that. I told oh. them, you, no, yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah. I, I haven't had that. I'm doing a feature film. Okay, okay. I'm doing a feature film called Savior, mm. um, and I'm really excited about it. We're in pre-production right now. Okay. It's my first feature, directing, wow. writing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and still still a love for acting and, 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 and being in front of the camera as well. I do, I yeah. do still, I do still love acting. I didn't think I would love anything more than acting, but uh, the creating, the the creating the world, and um, you know, I I'm kind of like a, a a Wes Anderson in my style of directing, where I like to uh, every single thing that you touch, every single thing thing that's in the frame right. is 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 kind of important. Like if you see Ninety Days, I was able to create the look, mm -hmm. and I did all the production design and and, and costume design and. Everything in the movie is green and blue. Got you. Okay. And I just, mm, I just love that part of it. But I do love acting, yeah. and I do love, um, um, and I, I will be doing more acting, and I'll probably do some Spike Lee esque okay. Okay. appearances in my films. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, and the beautiful thing is, you get to do whatever you choose to do. You set Don't that intention, we all? like you said. Don't we all? Yeah. So tell folks, tell our viewers how they can keep up with you. Where can they find you? Just go to at Jania Frederick. Look, it's, I think it's on the bottom of the screen right now, even as we speak. If you just go to Jania Frederick, you'll see me. Um, Instagram is Bay, so <laughs> I'm not really on Twitter or I kind of gave uh, Facebook a break. So, right, right. but on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> so thank you so much. Let's let's thank sit you. to a beautiful conversation and even more beautiful person. Oh, thank you, boy.